Hey guys, I'm Lana Turner. You're listening to the Perfect 10 Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. That was Hate Your Balls at the top right there from my new project, Limeade. Check it out online. It's available on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download stuff. Um, I'm super excited about it, but I've been talking about it nonstop, Terry. I've been talking about it for months and months and months. So um, I want to introduce my guest to my guest today, Terry Joyce. Hello, Lana. Aaron's on the board, and Charlie Mike is here with us today, too, my dog. So, Terry, I haven't seen you. I, I bumped into you a couple weeks ago at a party, and otherwise, I hadn't seen you in years. I know. It was it was, it, it was, it was a great meeting. <laughs> I know. It's been a long time. I, I was like, oh my God. I know, at Dante's house. Yeah. Which is cool. Dante's yeah. awesome. And, like, I don't know. I just was like, oh my God, is that Terry Joyce? Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, is that Lana Turner? I don't think I've seen you since, like, right. Towards the end of when um, you guys were on Last Comic Standing, yeah, the, I I believe that was probably two thousand and four. God, Lord. Uh, two, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two, uh, time is just like zooming 12 by. Twelve years went no. by. No, <laughs> how's that even possible? I know it was like boom. Twelve years later, I know. Yeah. How, so how you been for twelve years? <laughs> um, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, still here, still walking. You know, still. Yeah, you're still awesome. Like with your, I, I've always loved how you always like you're just really super creative, even in how you present yourself with your parents. Like you walk in the day, you've got long curly blonde hair yeah. with pink. Well, yeah, you know, I I, let, I get bored looking the same all the time. To me, it's it's like our our bodies are just a palette of art, and uh, especially with uh, performing or you know going, you know, I, I like to look different or kind of I know it gets me in sort of a different mood. You know, it's like oh, I'm I'm ready to go now. I've decided to look like this. You know, and then and then you just I see, yeah, I, yeah. I I I struggle to figure out what to put on. Like I'm I'm I'll stand in my closet and look at my clothes. And have no idea what to put together. And then I finally just wear the same thing I've worn like 10,000 times before. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, know it works. And it's like, I'm, I'm almost utilitarian in that approach. Like a guy. Like I almost wish that I just had a guy's wardrobe. Like comfortable shoes, jeans, and a baseball cap. A shirt, too. I would wear a shirt. <laughs> but yeah. Or actually, if I was a guy, I wouldn't have to sometimes, which would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> It would be nice to go to that shirt once in a while. Once in a while. Like, never do we get to do that. Right. So, except, now, there was a bunch of protesters uh, about a year ago. Free the for, nipple. Go, yeah, free the nipple. I actually covered that. I did some live streaming and a little bit. You have of, to be like, careful about how you cover free the nipple. <laughs> I know. Well, Facebook is interesting, too, because you, that the whole nipple thing is important. Like, you have to have, it, it. you can show your breasts, just the nipples have to be covered or you can't be shown and um you've got it and if and you can also cut out a man's nipple and put it over your nipple if you wanted to and that's what do you mean a man's like a picture of a man's yeah you could take a man's uh, nipple and then cut and paste it on a woman's (laughs) nipple and then how do they know they go that's a man and not a woman you know it's like it's really it's stupid wait is that a law like there's sites that you can find these nipples at like you can get a pasty with a picture of a man's nipple on it and put it over your nipple and then and you can walk around outside no not outside or on social media if you if you want to show yourself topless you can use a man's nipple over your nipple and it's supposed to be all right they're not supposed to ding it or you're not supposed to get a bad comment because it's it's a man's nipple not your nipple i have never heard i could just yeah. say nipple all day it's, yeah it's such a fun word <laughs> it is a fun word <laughs> nipple whoever heard of it's so ridiculous you know it's ridiculous like um even breastfeeding i i felt very like I had to cover up all the time because people would just stare or whatever if you had. And this is your hungry baby. Remember one time we were in a um, like a sushi bar. It was crowded and it was pouring rain outside. And there was one 
like one, just a men's bathroom and a woman's bathroom. So, you know, it's a busy restaurant. People only use the, the bathrooms. And my kid is starving and everybody's eating except for my baby. And I had to breastfeed him in the restaurant. And I swear, I thought that the that they were going to kick me out of the restaurant. Like the, they got really upset. And I'm like, this. I'm, I, I would rather have not fed him publicly. I didn't want to, but I had mm-hmm. no choice. People are so upset. Of course, that's in Tennessee. Oh. I feel like it's way a sushi restaurant in Tennessee. Yeah, it even more so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, that's pretty cool. But yeah, like it. You weren't at the sushi bar though. Like, not at oh, the yeah, bar. Okay. Yeah, it was at a table. <laughs> yeah, in like a booth right. too. But still, it was wow. that was probably one of the few times that I actually got stuck in a position where I was like, I have to nurse my kid. He's gonna cry, and we I can't go anywhere else. So yeah, free the nipple. What's yeah. wrong? Free the nipple. So we went from how to dress. I never know how to dress. I would like I I always struggle. I I, I do better when I have an event to go to and I know I have to look a particular way. But if it's right. just to like even just to come here today, I was like, oh, what do I put on my body? You know, I want to be comfortable, but I don't want to look shitty. <laughs> I think you look great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you look amazing. Oh, you well. you've got pink that matches your pink dress and your pink bra and. I don't even know. Like, look at you from head to toe. Yeah, yeah. And a cowboy I'm all, I'm hat. All pink. I even have a pink selfie stick. Really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you have different colored selfie sticks for different moods? Well, I only got one. I mean, you know, for, lately it's it's like pink has kind of crept into my life. Like, first I got a selfie stick that was pink. I had a, I had a pink microphone. I have a pink microphone. Um, although I use my my blue ball now uh, is is is, uh, is is easier. Well, anyways, it's a long story. Well, you say microphone because like, you use yeah. this on stage or when you do your my radio show. Radio yeah, show. Yeah. So yeah. you have this amazing, I loved hearing about this. Like you're so political now and involved. I know. It's, it, it was weird. I wasn't like that when I was on Last Comic Standing. Uh, you know, I, there's uh, a couple of things happened to me. Uh, one is um, I got approached by a comedian named Jeffrey Peterson to do a marijuana themed show out of the Ice House Comedy Club. And at first I was like, well, you know, uh, it's, it's being done for 20 shows. I'd, I'd rather make it sex, drugs and rock and roll. But it, it, we called it the dope show. But it became about marijuana. And this was 2006. Six, borderlining 2007. So, um, you know, the, the even though we passed medical marijuana, uh, a lot of the dispensaries were getting raided. Right. And People so still getting in trouble for it, even though it's. Yeah, because it's 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 uh, illegal on the federal level. Mm. Uh, so uh, so no matter what, uh, even with uh, your own uh, state passing laws, technically, you're still subjective to being raided if you don't follow state guidelines. And uh, but they were just raiding people even if they were back then even if they were doing everything by the book sometimes yeah i think so you know and uh and especially if you were um having a dispensary that um brought a religious sacrament aspect to it too what do you mean they seem to be targeted um for example um in certain religions like let's say um okay for example in india um they actually give hashish to their gods as an offering and i've always wondered like is it okay to for three days later to walk up and go do you think he's gonna Finish <laughs> um, yeah. you know, so, but uh, but yeah, they. I mean, culturally, uh, in some religious practices, they use cannabis. It's just sitting at the altar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like hash, it. sitting at the altar. I'm like, how long is that going to stay? Right, right. What happens to it? Actually, I guess. I guess they burn it or, you know, I mean, they, I don't know. Somebody's got to collect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to use it. Well, when you see altars, a lot of times there's like all the fruit just sits there until it rots. Sometimes you'll see that, right? I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I've actually been to India. Like they. Oh, you have? Yeah. I went to, um, I went to a place called Manali when I was in India. This is going back a while, but um, are you familiar with Manali hash? No. Have you ever heard that? I'm not. Oh, it's sort of a place that 
it's like an epicenter for growing and producing. I didn't go there. I'm not much of a smoker, stoner, whatever, ever, never have been. But when you're there, it's one of the places you go to because it's beautiful. It's up in the mountains. And um, I actually did sample Manali hash in Manali. And I, I, it's not my... Ch- Number one, I, 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 you know, it's not my thing. I, I was really high. Like, and then when you eat that, you're, you're high for days. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, that's good. I've done an edible before. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Obviously. I mean, I mean, and I had one experience where uh, I took I, a friend of mine, we had done the dope show in Portland, Oregon. And afterwards you were giving me edibles. My friend of mine had like an eighth and a brownie, excuse me, each single one. And, and I literally, um, ate it and tripped out so hard that I was talking, I saw my, you know, I, you I, I was communicating with aliens. I don't know what was going on. I actually literally, I dyed my hair red the next day. Okay. Oh. Well, that doesn't seem outrageous for you though. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for what I, I was sitting by this beautiful, um, like waterfall river area. And, and I didn't, I, you know, we ate this little chocolate ball uh-huh. and then a few minutes later I was just fixated on, this one part of the river where you could see the water droplets coming up and it was just like in slow motion. And I must've sat there and watched that for, I God knows how long I just was fascinated by the water dripping, like splashing. And I just, and I was like, I don't need to be doing that. Right. <laughs> like that, that would be my whole day. Well, so. sometimes I think it's a little over the top, but what I do like about, you know, say for instance, you're, you're the kind of person that has a lot of thoughts going in your head one time, you can't seem to like focus or whatever. Yes. Being able to like smoke a little bit can kind of like center you and go, okay, wait a second, you know, and then yes. you can just and sort concentrate of, maybe right, better. Right, yeah, right, right. maybe. Yeah. So yeah. It's beneficial. But yeah, for some, I am a you, little woo, ADD. But if you get a lot, you can go, oh, that waterfall is just like really, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be entertained for hours right now. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah, I couldn't stop watching the little driplets of water. So, but it was Manali and Manali hash, and you kind of when when in Manali. (laughs) I got to try it. I'm going to look for that now, Manali. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it in places now. But I'm not much of a star. Okay, so go on. So like, so these guys are getting raided, and you said the religious component. Well, like a religious component is one of the would make them uh, more likely to get raided. For some reason, yeah. Some of the guys, I don't, I don't, I can't, haven't really figured out exactly why yet. Uh, but, uh, there's a couple people that I know, uh, Craig X Rubin had Temple 420, uh, which was, uh, and he was even doing comedy out of it. He, he uh, Craig X Rubin is a comedian too, and an activist. He was actually, um, did some, some, um, Oh, I guess like script counseling for weeds and uh, oh, cool! Yeah, and he played the medical marijuana dispensary owner in one of the episodes when the dispensary was taking the business, her business away. You know, right, I stuff. remember that. Yeah, so he, that was him. That's Craig X. Rubin, but he had a, he's a, a major activist and everything, and and um, he had Temple Four Twenty um, right up on you know uh, Sunset and so it was yeah. a it was a place and it was where, rated it and was, it was based in the spirituality. Aspect yeah, of the, I mean he had uh, it was a, oh. Jew, a, a, a Judeo christian temple that he had and they had services of 420 <laughs> and then you could take you could take the sacraments you know you could take this some people probably so go, instead this, of this, the this, is, this is bullshit the right? blood of 
and yeah, yeah, it, the, this the, is, the cracker is a little bit. This is the plague. This is what this is your joint to want, you know, smoking. I, but you know, in certain religions, I mean, if you look into the history of it, even if you look, read um, Jack Hare's the the Emperor Wears No Clothes, there's a section about religious use over over time. Uh, also, High Times, um, they, they had this big drug book I read. You know, all, all the different drugs used in, throughout history, and cannabis was in there along with other things like. You know, mushrooms and peyote, but all those plants were used by shamans, uh, even been used in, in the cabal. I mean, even went to Catholicism, believe it or not, about how secretly people have used this plant. It's opened up their consciousness and they don't want other people to use it because, let's say, the medicine man, if, if the rest of the pop, you know, group uses these plants, then they won't see, they'll, everybody will see the visions and know the, know the knowledge and not just them. A lot of people think that. These plants actually open up a window to consciousness. Like there's Terrence McKenna, who, you know, is is basically, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he did, he spoke out about this a, a lot, about, uh, you know, using mushrooms and how it, it uh, wipes out your, he compared it to like getting a new hard drive on your brain. So I've done mushrooms a couple of times. Uh-huh. I, it's funny, I've done it once at um, a concert in college. And then the night I got pregnant with my daughter, <laughs> but uh, that's the only times I've ever done. It, but I loved them. I thought that was just awesome. So I mean, that's a, like that's just it, though. That if I like something a lot, I want to do it a lot, and I have to be really careful because I would want to do them all the time. That's why I've never tried harder drugs. Like I, I mean, I've never tried much of anything, but trying the idea of trying coke, I've I've never tried it because I think I would freaking love that well that was so. one drug when i did try it i went oh i gotta stay away from this yeah you no, know i it, know i mean i like feeling like oh yeah me up. too yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. and everything about that drug just sounds like it would be like uh, yeah so <laughs> i stay away because i know better <laughs> i try to stay I, I i try to stay natural you know and and again yeah. like in terms of like for me like i, I didn't do mushrooms until you know really literally Four years ago, for the first time, uh, I've done very little hallucinogenics, uh, really. Um, and uh, but when I did do it, I was wanting to do it specifically for spiritual insight. Um, and and the person who kind of inspired me was Bill Hicks because Bill Hicks talks about talked about like doing mushrooms and right. having and and then his his act um, one of his routines was based on Terrence, Terrence McKenna's philosophy of the evolution of man through through using um, like. Well, definitely, yeah. like for pop culture references and getting it, like I felt, I, I definitely like the the day after I did mushrooms at that concert, I was like, oh, I get so many more of the lyrics of songs. I understand what they're referencing because you feel you get this the feeling like you, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that. That, that I mean, again, I, I want to be sensitive about it because you know the the only way into enlightenment isn't using you know ho, you know plants. No, no, no. I don't next, think I didn't know, get that from you at all. But but in, for some people, some I think some people need to be a little oiled. You know? <laughs> and, and I'm beginning to wonder, like they say, like mushrooms are like one of the oldest living things on the planet. And I, I always wonder, like, well, maybe these plants are specifically heal here to help and aid people and heal them, not only in their consciousness but in their bodies as well. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean. I mean, to make even, things yeah. illegal that people want to do. Look, I I can say from firsthand, drugs, whether they be prescription, prescribed by a doctor, prescribed by whatever, they destroy people's lives. I mean, it ruins people's. It changes who they are fun, fundamentally, and I, I've seen it firsthand. It's horrible, but that's that person's choice ultimately. So for somebody to tell you you can or can't do something to me, just you know, that blows my mind. Or they're arresting people, and why? It doesn't make sense to me. There's you know. Right. Yeah. Like, so somebody, so somebody wants to raid a 
place where people want to gather and take a 420 hit and that's somehow affecting my life if they're not affecting my safety or the safety of my children who the fuck cares right yeah yeah so it's such a relief that so now you you are you're so active in trying to make sure that it's legal it's it's cool now in california right well or still it's still not because it's still not national. first of all first of all this this particular initiative that was passed uh is is of concern because uh it's it's being passed by um the money behind it is by a guy named george soros i don't know if you're familiar with that guy yeah. um well he's a philanthropist um he's basically uh, he, i would say anybody who's listening would, would google him um he has financed several things um protests uh, not only here in the united states but the ukraine and you know he has his, his his he's part of like let's say the global elite and um he has his hands in monsanto okay which is oh uh, okay. yeah okay so um monsanto isn't doing that great because of the, the uh, because of the fact that people are waking up and they don't want to eat genetically modified foods so um so basically now that monsanto's stocks are going down they're losing money they merge with bear but the new plant for them to control and make something genetically modified is cannabis Right. So well, also, his, it does, it, I always heard like Marlboro too has a great structured business plan for as soon as it is legalized, so that they can. Right now, um, they're, they're they're letting the mom and pop people. They have five years. They have five years, five years to actually own, not have the corporations take over or become part of the market. They have five years to make their money. They're they're basically right now looking at it as a severance package for them. Wow, this is blowing my mind, Terry. Yeah, no, it's because you feel like it's such a, a grassroots this, effort. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. Corporate. It was funded by Sean Parker, who who created Napster. Okay, he's he's an internet billionaire. God, they're going to make so much money. The big corporations. Well, and we're and the price of it might go up. And also, um, medical marijuana is at threat of. Did not their being... stocks go majorly up in the past few weeks since it got? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, I was. And in, in a sense, here's the good thing about the, what's been passed is that it can be amended. So, uh, you know, whatever we've passed right now, we, it could be amended. We can't. We're going to lose our right to smoke uh, in designated smoking areas outside. Okay, that's another thing that's going to be an issue. So I don't even know. I mean, the, for, like, for like even vaping, but, like a vape pen, like you know how like you have a vape pen, you know, cannabis vape pen, uh-huh. which is like really one of the most non-discreet ways to 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 to, to smoke. Uh, even and, and a lot of patients do this. I, I happen to like vape pens because they don't smell as much, and people really can't tell you know whether you're what what you're really smoking. So if you if you vape in an area that's smoking area out anywhere. Or, or just outdoor, you were door doors. That's supposed to be illegal now. Uh, so that's that was one of the. Well, where can you smoke if not smoke if not outdoors? Exactly. But I mean, um, I, I mean, the, I'm the, glad that people aren't smoking inside and around me. Like, I, but if right. I, if you're outside, the worst you can do is walk through somebody's, you know, yeah, cloud, which kind of sucks as a non-smoker, but. When it's vapor, you don't smell it. Yeah, you, yeah. Usually, I mean, uh, it does put off kind of a stinky a sm- smell. But a small. I mean, it's it's pretty. My. I mean, it's pretty discreet. I mean, I mean, you know, and maybe you could still get away with it, but technically, you're not supposed to be able to vape in a smoking area or where, where outdoor. Okay, so you're not. So the designated smoking areas would be for cigarette smoke, not for cannabis. Right, cannabis cannot smoke there. 
Okay, so then there'd have to be a designated cannabis section, kind of like the little dog and the big dog. We'd have to get an amendment for that, though. We have to. We'd have to like we. You know, like like like, it's going to be like almost like the bathroom issue. (laughs) You know, (laughs) where do you do this? Well, I mean, I guess in, in out of respect for everybody's use of air and space that. It, it maybe yeah. that's not a bad thing in the end, but it just seems interesting to me that do you think the corporations can I mean, big corporations can never really stop the little guys from being able to create mar- marijuana grows everywhere. So by legalizing well, it, there is certain I mean, again, you know, they there if you're a recreational smoker and I have to look at exact the lack exact law on this. I think you can have six plants. Uh, if you are a recreational smoker, um, but you have to grow it indoors, you can't grow it outdoors. I have to double check on that, but I think that's how it works. Which, which kind of oh, makes that it, makes it very hard because then you right, have to have like yeah. a whole system. Yeah, and then your lights and your you know your 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 utilities are going to go up. So then, what about though people like I have I have quite a few friends. I don't know if you know Stoner Robbie's a comedian and he's he's really big in the Inland Empire his, his name is legally changed to Stoner Robbie. He's really he's he's grows and has the whole business and he's in the whole business of it. And I don't know Stoner Rob. Yeah, I should, you guys I, I, should, I should know Stoner Rob. You should. Why he's, don't we know each other? He's great. But you guys um you guys should absolutely know Jay. That's good. you should do a show. I, I should guess. do a show yeah. with Stoner Rob. I'll, I'll put yeah. you guys together. But okay. anyways, um he's got um like he grows and it's a whole nother business. So guys like that would still be in business, no? Just smaller? Um, or do you think the big corporations would push them out? Well, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a concern that the big corporations are going to push them out. And there's a concern that we're going to have Monsanto weed. And and so genetically modified, right? And uh, and uh, Bayer would be producing it as well for for, and it, so it would be regulated as a drug through the. Well, I mean, it wouldn't would, be. It, I don't think. I don't think it would be regulated as a, it wouldn't. Well, Bayer bought out Monsanto, or so yeah. I mean, I mean, or merged. I don't know if they bought them out. They merged, but there's a there's something going. You know, they're, they're they come together. So um, I don't know if it would be labeled specifically Monsanto or how it would be, you know, packaged yet. They'll still but, package it like but, but, in the know, hilarious. This is, like, mon- this is genetic, but but we would know that it was genetically modified, and who knows? See. Here's the thing about cannabis. It, the issue is is more than just about you know being able to smoke recreationally or enjoy it as, as a drug. There there are people that are actually going into remission from cancer from the cannabis oil, and they have been for a really long time. So the the, the medication in, in its purest form and the different ways that they can do it is really um, healing people in ways that the, our pharmaceutical industries are not, and they're having less drug addiction issues with them. Uh, you know the the opi- and the other drugs that are giving that they give to people are are not only killing them, but and, and but the addiction level is much worse and harsher. Opiates on are horrible. They but, change like yeah yeah. The, it's so, a terrible. So thing. you're looking at you're really the real fight is really against the pharmaceutical companies. It's against uh, you know and and let's even talk about how we could you know it's a it's paper fiber fuel and it's energy. We we could literally we could have been driving our cars on, on hemp oil for a really long time. So you got to ask yourself why we're having all this, you know, why why are we um, having uh, the petrodollar issue? Why are we really having um, these um, conflicts with other countries and wars? Why are we having people protesting, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, for, for the pipeline going through, you know, the Dakota? 
Right. Right. So when, when, and when so really you're saying we, that you could operate we, your vehicle on hemp yes, oil and not yes. have to. I, I, you know, you know what? I went from, this is an experiment. There's another comedian named Arlo Stone. And we went from Portland, Oregon to Seattle Hemp Fest and we drove his car that he actually got souped up on vegetable oil. We, we went to Hemp Fest on vegetable oil in his truck. No, I, I mean I know yeah. th- I know that there are people who also they'll get the the oil from restaurants and then yeah that's what he was yeah. doing. He, his filter wasn't working so well, so there was one point where we were on the side of the road praying that something <laughs> would happen, so it was our start up again, and it finally did. But I mean, I, and, and again, I mean, it's it wasn't a perfect science for us. It gets but your, could you imagine if we actually put some time and effort and money and what was going on? But it just got your car super high and it doesn't want to do anything. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you did it on hemp, but you know, there the, there's different kinds of of the plant. There's a plant. There's also plants that are just, um, you know, you can do st- strictly CBDs, which has no THC in it, um, and that is being used for a pain reliever. Um, there's a plant that's high CBD, low THC that they're giving to children that have epilepsy. Um, there's a woman who has a child that has autism. There's a study going on with autism and cannabis right now happening where children are being helped. And, the, you know, the, there's a way to tweak the doses to where it's really super beneficial, but you're not going to get that, you know, you're not going to go out of your mind high or, or, or and, and stuff. So, right. so there's just, I mean, again, um, we, what we're looking at is, is plant-based medicine. And, and I've been interested in all, all kinds of other oils and, and plants that can help people. Um, really, pharmacology started from plants and then has become synthetic. And, uh, you know, the reason why people want to patent drugs for everybody is because when you patent some, but something, then you own it. Same thing with genetically modifying something. It's like having a patent on it. Therefore, the person that has a corporation owns the natural resources that are on the planet, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. So a major company owning something that so is really technically, for... therefore, they become God. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I. I mean, I kind of think on some level, like you know, if something's legal and it can be mass distributed, and you know, like as long as people can still produce their own thing, it you know, just people can get what they want when they want it, wherever they are, which is the idea of it being legal. But yeah, I mean, big corporations like that are scary. Right? Yeah. 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 Wow. And 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 they're considered an, a, a a a person too. We, we like like the fact that they made a corporation a person. It's like really does it have a heartbeat because it does. It's not acting like it does. You know. Well, I mean, people can hide within the corporation, not feel like they've done something wrong because there's you know they're in there amongst a lot of people. I mean, I guess when you look at um, when you talk about opiates and some of the heavier drugs, it, it destroys people's lives. Mm-hmm. So and they're really hard to get off of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but your doctor is willing to prescribe. Ask your doctor if you yeah. can use blank, 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 right? And get acute diarrhea and have a heart attack at one in any moment. <laughs> your acne will not be there though. So, right, you know, what I mean? you won't lose your hair, but you can't get a boner, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. you're telling me that I can't get a boner, but I will. I won't lose my hair, right? So I can get the pussy. I just can't fuck it, right? <laughs> what, what fun is that? It is not. <laughs> it's cruel. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. Like Propecia or whatever, just like it, yeah. right? Have you heard that? Uh, well, like, I have heard about like there, there was one like the, there was one social anxiety drug that uh, that you know said you, you, that you can finally meet people. It goes, but you might have you might have erectile <laughs> dysfunction. I'm like, great, I can meet people, but I can't get laid. You yeah, know? like <laughs> so I met this like amazing woman, the person of my dreams, and yeah. And, yeah. and I have no sex drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. This sucks. Oh, my God. Let's talk and have coffee. <laughs> 
So, well, um, can uh, can hemp oil help you grow hair? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I, it gives more estrogen. Does that? I think you need less does, testosterone. Right. Is it that it does that? increase your estrogen. I did read in in, in this um, one Hygia book for women's menstrual issues or whatever. I read it and it, it mentioned that marijuana what can be used as a contraceptive. What? <laughs> yeah, but you had to because it, it makes every, your sperm swim because slow of, because of the it estrogen. Can, it because confuses the, the for sperm. women. Like, but you have to take it every day. You have to take it daily in order to like. But I, I'm, I'm I wouldn't trust that. You know, no. I, it's kind of like it's kind of like, like getting a pregnancy test out of the ninety nine cent store. You know, you aren't yeah. sure. You're like, <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe you just get too high to fuck. Right. <laughs> you're like I haven't. I this is this must really be working because I haven't gotten pregnant, but I also haven't gotten laid because <laughs> I just sit around all day and I don't shower. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting laid, but I also haven't washed my vagina. <laughs> Oh no, that's so funny. But so okay, I love how how active you are. Like that's amazing. Well, I became active because I ended up being in a raid. I mean, that's that's when that that was my turning point. Yeah, you know, I was I I I I was I went I went to do a show on it was a four twenty show on National Lampoon Radio and. and and it, it, Jeffrey Peterson and I were on it. I didn't have a car at the time. I, the doctor took me. I, the, the, a guy took me to the to the show that um, worked for a doctor who did medical marijuana It was in a dispensary? Yeah. Well, actually, I was in the doctor's office that, that was in the same building as the dispensary. The dispensary got raided. Everybody from that room came into our room, and I got in the mix of everybody else and got held in. Got so all you were trying to do was get the, the license? All I was doing was going to work with my friend who worked for a doctor who does licenses, recommendations. Oh, my so I was goodness. just like, and just in a situation, like, I mean, literally, I'd smoked some, you know, sour diesel and had a cup of coffee in my hand. I was feeling really, really good. And all of a sudden, it goes, it's a raid. It's a raid. I'm like, what? And it was like a movie. Like, literally, it was like SWAT things and guns were coming up, you know, <gasps> How you know, guys with little ponytails. I was like, oh, is this the strippers? No. But, <laughs> Welcome to the mainstream. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bring it out. Woo, you know, but Officer. no, I literally, I, well, I, I dropped on the floor. I mean, we all dropped on the floor. I mean, I was handcuffed. I mean, one guy got hogtied, like, right next to me. I was like, oh wow. Oh, that's just ruined bondage for me forever. But, you know, it, 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 it was an experience and it, it changed my life. It, no, okay. Oh, at so one point, one point I had my hands cuffed and I go, I voted for this. Why do you have a gun in my face? And I really felt specifically like on, almost on the spiritual level, I go, maybe because it was high or whatever <laughs> to be high and then be handcuffed. You know, you get a nice buzz in the air. was like, all of a sudden I'm all awake. And so like, you know, I was all reflective and everything. And I'm like, I'm supposed to see this. This is not, I don't think this is an accident. This isn't, it was one of the, sometimes you have those experiences where you go, wait a second. How did, how did this get this bad? Because to me, it's, it's, it's really is a freedom issue. And I think, I think it is a medicine. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing in here? Right. But it's really about money. But you weren't money. even doing anything wrong. You're just... Out. I was just sitting in a doctor. I was just in a room. It was the first day... Was anybody the- doing anything wrong? Was there a re- Did you ever find out no, why that No, nobody got was- arrested. There was nothing. They, they ended up taking, they ended up taking like big flat screen TVs and, and you, know, the, you know, product and they harassed us and everything. I mean, literally, uh, you know, the, when, when I got... when I First of all, it was funny. They, they would go, do you have any aliases? And I'd go, um, well, Terry Joyce is my, you know, stage name. You know, uh, that's, uh, that's a stage name. And they, they go, okay. And I go, I go, I'm on Facebook. Maybe you can send me a friend request. They go, we don't do Facebook. I'm like, the hell you just don't. <laughs> like, like the FBI's don't like on Facebook. Come see my show. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, they did, they did say that. They like literally when I left, they they sh- the the DEA shook my hand. He goes, Good luck on your comedy career. And I go, Thanks for giving me 30 minutes of new material. <laughs> 
Oh well, it's not gosh. quite thirty; it's maybe like twenty. <laughs> but I did, I did write a whole entire, you know, piece on on it, and have been performing it for a while. That's hilarious. How can you not? I mean, right, wow. right. So there was no fallout; like you didn't have any fines or anything on your record or anything like that. No, I didn't day. get arrested. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I, my my phone was a little weird for a while. I mean, you know, you know, I, I think I was bugged for a while, or you know, I mean, I, I think I'm on the list. You know, I mean, I, I well, maybe you I mean, are outspoken. But I mean, I, I got on the. I heard I was on the list from doing Occupy. Like I worked, I worked on the media department in the Occupy movement. So I, I Occupy can't, movement. You know, the Occupy Los Angeles when the Occupy Wall Street came out. I um, was one of those people that you know camped out. Oh, on, you for, did for like eleven days. I was on, eleven. I was there for eleven days, and it was enough for me for them to say. A friend of mine goes, "You're on the list. You should wear a wig." And I'm like, "What?" That's when I first started getting wigs. You know, I was like, "I better be. I better get a wig." <laughs> like, no, yeah, I, you know, they go like they got pictures of you and everything. I'm like, "Why?" I was just there for. I mean, like, what, what did I do? I wasn't even like that vocal out there, you know, but I was in the media department. I was doing a radio show, uh, Hollywood Hemptress Hour on New Dissident Radio that Johnny Dam had when it first started going into internet radio. And I was doing a blog and uploading pictures and doing a lot of social media because really a lot of the revolutions that are happening right now are done by live streaming. And, and what got me was, is when I went to the camp and I listened to what was going on in the mainstream media and I saw what was going on there, I go, wait a second, this doesn't match. So that's when I started to become part of like what you call a t- alternative media because I realized there wasn't real journalism really going on in this country. Yeah, it's all kind of, I mean, I used to work as a, as a journalist and it's really like, there, there used to be, when, when there was an event, be it a sports event or, you know, war correspondent, there would be hundreds of people that would show up to, to report on it because there's so many different outlets and it's really narrowed. I'd imagine, but nowadays everybody kind of is their own reporter because we can all tweet something out or... We yeah. are. Yeah, so yeah. it's really changed the, the way we gather our information and what's real and what's not and yeah it's confusing sometimes yeah so yeah. i don't know but where, okay so where can people find you and listen to you and uh, i mean sure you, you have so much to say and there's probably there's tons of content too of you yeah, I yeah. have. A, I have. A, I, I, you can find me. Uh, I'm. I do a show three days a week, the Freedom of Joyce show, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's uh, on American Freedom Radio. Uh, I'm at uh, www.americanfreedomradio.com. I'm Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from three to five p.m. Uh, and then I also do. Currently, I'm, I do. I host a roundtable on uh, Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com um, from eleven p.m. to one a.m. If anybody ever wants to call into that, um, I've got a YouTube channel. Um, it's Terry Joyce, uh, Freedom of Joyce on it. I've got two two YouTube channels. If you see one that doesn't have much content for a few years, that's not the one to go to. <laughs> uh, so, and if you want to check me out there, um, I'm on Facebook. T E. My name is T E R E Joyce, and I put up I live stream a lot, put a lot of content there. And I'm at Terry Joyce on Twitter. Uh, I'm Terry Joyce on T E R R Y, right? Uh, it's T E R E. Oh, see, oh T E R E J O Y C E. Yeah. Okay. I have a my. I have an odd spelling of it, but that, that's not an actor thing. My parents actually really did that. You know, my, my grandmother, and my mom, they were like, cause my real name's Teresa and they go, well, we, but they were calling me Terry. They knew that you would be like uh, an entertainer. It, yeah. You know, yeah. your oh. own thing. Oh, so you have to have your own spelling. That's right. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe so. <laughs> Terry, we, I have to have you come back on again at some point. Cause you're just like a wealth of uh, bubbly information. I would love to it's come so back good to catch up with you. And any I'm chance we get. right down the street. Actually. All right, so let's do this yeah. again sometime. Okay. I, I'm really delighted to have you in here. Um, thank you. And so, so interesting. Um, all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Perfect Time Podcast. I'm Lana Turner. Please check out Terry Joyce. Um, and please come back and listen to the podcast every week. You can also check it out now on the YouTube 
page. I guess it links up on All Things Comedy, right, Aaron? Yep. So go to All Things Comedy. You can watch, uh, watch us sitting and talking, and you can see Terry's amazing pink hair. Um, and uh, that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.